Welcome to the ministry of Reverend Jerry Pino, founder and head pastor of Disciple Nations Church, The Word Please, a 21st century charismatic, apostolic, and an evangelical ministry. Reverend Jerry Pino is passionate about soul winning, working of miracles, and empowering believers to take their rightful place in the world. He believes that Africa must send the gospel of Jesus to every city, town, or village of the world, and thus he is committed in doing by establishing 50,000 churches across the world in his lifetime. He is a gifted teacher of the gospel, a prophet, and an entrepreneur. He is a marketer and an investment banker by profession. He holds an MBA in marketing from the University of Cape Coast, Ghana. Now hear today's word. Father, we honor you. We give you praise. Thank you for how far you have brought us. We know that we are standing here because you made a way. We are standing here because you made a way. Left to men alone, we should not be standing here. But you chose that we should be standing here. Therefore, we say thank you. Oh, we honor you. Lord, we give you praise. Lord, we give you glory. Thank you. I thank you for the life of every one of us here gathered. Thank you. Thank you for the young ones. Thank you for the children. Thank you for the adults. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight, I ask that you do what only you can do. Touch a life. Bless a life. Let somebody live here having encountered Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now you devil listen to me. You have no place in this service. Jesus reigns and he will continue to reign in Jesus name. Amen. Take your seat and put your hands together for the Lord. Are you excited to be in the house? Oh, are you excited to be in the house? Amen. I I am very excited because of what God is about to do in the coming year. And tonight, I have come as a prophet to speak over you. Are you here? I have come as a prophet to speak over you. And to let you know that it doesn't matter what will happen to you in the coming year. You will prevail. You will overcome. You will succeed. At the end of the year, there is only one thing that will happen to you. It is success. You didn't hear me. I said at the end of the year 2022, there is only one thing that will happen to you. It is success. Shout, I believe it. It shall happen. It is happening. And it is my portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hosea chapter 12 verse 13. Tonight, I need you to be very sensitive to the spirit because God will move in a way you have never seen him before. The Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord did what? The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Are you here? Egypt is a land of slavery. Egypt is a land of bondage. Egypt is a land nobody wants to belong to. But Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord delivered or brought Israel out of Egypt. I came tonight to let you know that by a prophet, the Lord is bringing you out of misery. I said the Lord is bringing you out of trouble. The Lord is bringing you out of pain. Shout I receive it. Now listen to me. In the kingdom of God, we don't come out of situations because we are rich. 
Are you here? In the kingdom of God, we don't come out of situations because we are rich. Are you here? In the kingdom of God, you don't break through because you are connected. In the kingdom of God, you break through and succeed, number one, by the sovereignty of God, and number two, by the prophets the Lord sends into your life. So the Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he did what? He did what? Israel was preserved. In the coming year, the Lord will preserve you. One thing, I said, in the coming year, the Lord will preserve you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will protect you. The Lord will deliver you from evil. When they mention your name for evil, good will happen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Some, some families, yet me do share but I prophesy over you that it doesn't matter the bottle you find yourself in. In the name that is above every name, even Jesus, may you rise up and succeed. May you rise up and break through. May you rise up and do well. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the coming year, you will not enter with sickness. I am speaking as a prophet and I need you to to be sensitive to the spirit because as I am speaking, angels are working and deliverance is taking place. I was telling my wife, I don't have a sermon to come and preach tonight. And whenever this happens to me, it means that God wants to do something. I have been praying since 11 p.m. last night. Till now, I have been praying. God must move in your life. The Bible says that by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. I don't know the bondage you find yourself in, but I came as a prophet of God to let you know that by my words, God is bringing you out. Some of you, God is bringing you out of bondage. Some, God is bringing you out of slavery. Some, God is bringing you out of sickness. Some, God is bringing you out of singlehood. Some, God is bringing you out of troubles in your marriage. But whatever it is, I see God bringing somebody out of bondage. By a prophet. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 20. It says that believe in the Lord thy God and you shall be established. Fapem. Amen. Amen. God will establish you. But you see, when you believe also in his prophet, God will prosper you. Are you here? In the coming year, God will prosper you. One thing. I said, in the coming year. Amen. So tonight I brought you a word I've entitled, It's a New Season. It's a New Season. It's a New Season. Hello. God 
wants to do mighty things in our lives. And I'm speaking specifically to people who have ears. Because the Bible says that there are some who have ears, but they can't hear. Amen. So, I am speaking to those who have ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. In the coming year, God is doing new things. And he is going to do things that you have not experienced before. Now, he is not going to do them because you have an idea of them. He is going to do them because he has chosen that it is a season he has ushered you into. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. The verse 1. It says that to everything there is what? There is a season. Now what is a season? A season is a special or a particular period in a year or in, in a man's life that God does special things. And so if you come to Ghana now we are in the Hamatan season. Hello? When it is the season of um plantain, what happens? Huh? Abundance of. When is the season of tomatoes, what happens? Now when the tomato season passes and you go to the market, what happens? And they tell you that the season has passed. Are you here? Now, in the coming year, you are entering into a season where you will not struggle to succeed. You will not struggle to succeed. And let me tell you what. So Nyankupon Okan. Now Okan. Few years ago, when the Lord told me he's moving me into a season where struggles will be over, it was like a joke. But I entered into the season, struggles was over. I speak the same over you. That you are entering into a season where struggle will be over. Shout and receive it. So it says that to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. So you see, things happen in our lives for a reason. Amen. So when you hear the season of poverty has passed. You are entering into a season of abundance. Are you here with me? Some of you, you have never been in good health. Every now and then sickness. Every now and then sickness. Every now and then sickness. But you are entering into a season of good health. Uh, I don't know who I am talking about. You are entering into a season where you, you, your hospital card will be missing because it will, it will be of no use to you any longer. Believe in the Lord thy God and you shall be established. Believe also in his prophet and you shall prosper. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. By a prophet. And by a prophet, the Lord cared for them. He took care of them. He preserved them. He protected them by a prophet. By a prophet. Amen? Amen. By a prophet. And so, 
and so you are entering into a season where sickness will be far away from you. You are entering, some of you, disappointment upon disappointment, but the Lord says that it's a new season. I said the Lord says it's a new season. 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 And I'm speaking over you. Receive it. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Verse 1 to 20. Can you give me maybe NASB? That all the commandments that I am commanding you today you shall be careful to do that you may live and do what? And multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your forefathers. And so the Lord is saying that it's a new season. Amen. Amen. Our prophetic word for the coming year is a glorious year. A glorious year. It is a year where we will not see pain. It is a year where we will not see struggle. It is a year where everybody, when everybody is crying, we will be laughing. It is a year where, when everybody is saying that you love me, you will say that you love me. I am not doing politics. I am preaching. I am preaching. I want to teach you something tonight. And I believe it will help you. Amen. When you are a believer, do not leave by the control and the dictates of your government. When every believer has a government that is above your natural government. If you are born again, your government is of heaven and not the earth. Your government is of God. That is why in Isaiah chapter 9, the Bible says the government shall be upon his shoulders. Amen. The kingdom of God is a government on its own. Amen. So we are here and we are like a colony of the kingdom of God. God has given us the mandate to rule here. So when you allow what men are doing here to control you, it means that you don't know your value and you don't know your worth. So when everybody is saying that one go away, your government doesn't belong to this government. Am I preaching? And you must believe that your government is not of this world. You are not of this world. Amen. You are not of this world. And so God says that we are entering into a new season and I am preparing your mind to receive what God is bringing. You are entering into a season where you will not struggle to do things. You will not, some of you, you will be struggling to serve God. But the new season you are entering into, you will not struggle to serve God. Amen. You will not struggle. Go back to Deuteronomy chapter 8. That you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. Verse 2. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you. So it means that sometimes our wilderness experience is, 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 a, is a strategy by God to humble us. Some of us, until you went through what you went through, you will not be in church. 
Ask your neighbor, is pastor talking about you? Have you realized that there are some people, when you see them in church, it is because they have a problem. Even me as a pastor, there are some people when they are calling me, the moment I see their call, I know that there is a problem. I know. I know. I know. When you home, call, me say, some people, when you see them in church, you say, Asamaba. Amen. Some of you, it is when there is a trouble that you come. When we say church is seven o'clock, by five o'clock you are in church. The Bible says that God took the children of Israel forty years in the wilderness, so He will humble them and to test them to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep His commandment or not. Verse 3. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and guess what? And fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. So in this scripture, we are learning that the people of Israel were fed with manna because God wanted to teach them a principle. And the principle is that you don't live only by the physical, you must live also by the spiritual. Are you in church? Some of you think that it is your work that will prosper you. Man shall not live by bread alone. Amen. Nothing tells you say Are you here? Go to verse 4. Your garment did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you also. Okay, verse 6. Therefore, you shall keep the commandment of the Lord your God to walk in his ways and to do what? And to fear him. I will come back to this one. I'm building a point. And to fear him. Alright, verse 7. For the Lord your God is bringing you into what? Into what? Into what? Into what? Into what? In the coming year, God is bringing you into a good land. I said God is bringing you into a good land. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, I want you to write down what is your definition of a good land. Write it in your notebook. It is happening. What is your definition of a good land in the coming year? I want to live in good health. I want my family to live in good health. Yeah. I want you to serve God well. Mm. 
And oh, I want to hit my first one million dollars next year. Thank you. One car amen. You are jealous. It is kind of me Amen. The Bible says that for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. The coming year, listen, it doesn't matter what you hear in the news, the coming year is a good year. I said it is a good year. It is a good year for you. It is a good year for your family. It is a good year for your career. It is a good year for your business. It is a good year. It is a good year. And it is a good year. The coming year is a good year. I said the coming year is a good year. In the coming year, everything about you will be good. Your health will be good. Your career will be good. Your business will be good. Your family will be good. I guess what? Your behavior will be good. It is a good year. Alright. Now is that a land of brooks of water? Of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills. Verse 8. A land of wheat and barley. Of vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive oil and honey. A land in which you do what? A land in which you do what? And what will happen? In the coming year, there will be no lack in your life. Oh, I don't know who I'm prophesying to. I said in the coming year, there will be no lack in your life. And listen to me. You are crossing over into 2022 with words. I said you are crossing over into 2022 with words. The Bible says that by, by, by the word of God, the world was framed. Are you here with me? You frame your world by words. And I'm telling you that you are entering into 2022 with a prophetic word. And the prophetic word for you is that it is a glorious year. It is a good year. It is a year where you eat and you will not lack. Shout out receive it. What it means is that when it looks like things are tough in the year, tell yourself that God told me in his word that the coming year is a good year. Are you here with me? Tell yourself, ah, when it looks like today you are hungry and food is not coming, tell yourself that God, you told me that this year I will eat without scarcity. Therefore, I believe in your word. Give me food to eat. Give me food to eat. And listen to me, God is bound by his word to perform. Are you here with me? You see, when you read this scripture, you will think that, oh, but he was talking to the people of, of Israel. Listen to me. The body of Christ today is the new Canaan. Hello? It is, it is the place where milk and honey are flowing. Hello? So when you are in the kingdom, that is why 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. He said that all things have passed away. Everything has become new. What are the things that have become new? Now in the kingdom of God, you have access to things that you didn't have access to when you were outside the kingdom. Amen. So now, whatever God has said in his word, 
you can benefit from it because you are in the kingdom. When you have this understanding, struggles will be out of your life. Today I went to the forest to pray. And I was with one senior man of God. He, so we prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed for several hours. Then when we closed, we both walked to our cars. Then of course, when you are with an, a senior man of God, your position doesn't matter. Uh, you are not a head pastor. You are a leg pastor. Say amen. <laughs> Some of you, when you are with me, then you are feeling bum, 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 So I led him to his car and we spent a little time chatting. Then he sat in his car and I said, oh, I am following you. Just as I was going to, I am talking about the forest. Just as I was going to sit in the car, a gentleman rushed to me with an envelope and he said that, I came to the forest to pray with my fellowship members and after collecting the offering, the Holy Ghost said to me that I should bring everything to you. See, I, I brought offerings today. Hmm? Of course, yes, some of you will chop it. Do you know why? Let me tell you what. You see, the covenant of wealth huh, attracts wealth irrespective of where you find yourself. The covenant of wealth attracts wealth not because you are hard working, but because you are working in the covenant. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Amen. So, I, I didn't have to be the one to go and preach at the, at the, at the fellowship for them. Are you here with me? I didn't have to do anything for them. For me, all I had to do is to work in my covenant. And, and, and the covenant will speak for me wherever I find myself. I believe that if I find myself even in the desert, the covenant will work for me. Amen. It will work for me. I am telling you. Today I want to sow a seed into somebody's life. A big man. Then when I say, oh, even me, I want to sow a seed into your life. Then, then I gave him seed. He also gave me seed. The Lord says that in the coming year, you will eat without scarcity. If I were you, I would take a seed and sow into this way. You will eat. It means that, listen, every day of the year, you will not see lack. You will not see lack. And, and, and let me tell you this. Look, you will survive in the coming year by a prophetic word. Forget about your work. How many years have you been working now? What has your work done for you? Then I am out. Then I am out. The Lord says in the coming year, you will eat without scarcity. Yeah. And guess what? Is that you will lack nothing? Are you here? Are you here? In the coming year, you will lack nothing. I said you will lack nothing. Now listen. You see, it will, it will, it will sound strange in your ears. How is this going to happen? Do you know that in the days of David, it was it was physically impossible for David to become a king. 
Hello. Are you here? Listen, it was, it was, it, it is not something that could have happened. Do you know why? Because everything was against David. Ah! At the time, people were at the battlefield fighting. The guy was in the wilderness. Taking care of a few sheep, according to his own words. Who would have thought that David would become a king? How was David going to become a king? Who will appoint David to even consider him as a candidate for the kingship? The Bible says that one prophet Samuel went into his father's house to go and anoint for God a king. His own father Jesse did not remember that he had a small boy by name David. And this is how bad his situation was. Amen. And so, if you are sitting here and you are asking yourself, how is it going to happen that I will, I will live without sky? Because you know, sometimes when, when the word of God comes, what we do and what the enemy does is that the enemy is good at bringing to your memory your current situation. And then convincing you that it is what is happening now that is your reality. What the pastor is saying, forget it. But can I tell you what? Your reality is not what you are going through. Your reality is what the word of God says about you. Hello? I said your reality is what the word of God says. And the Bible says that in the coming year you will lack nothing. It means that say what Warina said, you will lack nothing. I said you will lack nothing. I said you will lack nothing. I said you will lack nothing. So, so whatever has been your lack, you will not see it in the coming year. I said you will not see it in the coming year. Shout out receive it. I am speaking over you. And listen to me, these words will carry you throughout the year. Yeah, it will carry you. God, I have prayed though. I have prayed. I have, and whatever I say to you, it is by the Spirit of God. It is what God wants to do with you in the coming year. You will lack nothing. Now, it says that a land whose stones are iron and out of whose heels you can dig copper. Verse 10. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Now, this one, he is cautioning you, advising you, huh? and, and, and telling you that one of the ways by which you can sustain the season that God is bringing you into is that you must remember to always bless the Lord your God. Amen. Amen. Don't forget it. Alright. Verse 11. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes which I command you today. Verse 12. Lest when you have eaten and are full. So it means that in the coming year you will eat and you will be full. I said you will eat and you will be full. And then he said that and have built beautiful houses. I said and have built beautiful houses. These are people who are just coming from slavery. How can you say they will build beautiful houses? But that is going to be your situation. 
what is going to be your story it will look like how is it going to happen but it will happen some of you your accommodation will change some of you you will move from Trotsky no okay you will move from Legis huh? some of you you have Legis you know Legis yeah what do you mean the president of the Nantier Association of Africa we are born in Samama. Hey! But in the coming year, you are moving from Legis. And some of you, you will stop picking Trotro and you begin to pick Uber. It is a good start. It is a good start. I said it is a good start. And some of you, you will move from Uber to your own car. I don't know who I am talking about. You, 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 you see, let, 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 let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. The ways of God are not the ways of men. The Bible says that as the heavens are far above the earth, so are his thoughts. Are you here? Yeah, so are his thoughts. So if it is left to man alone, you, 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 you must put certain things in place in order to get certain things true or false. It doesn't work like that with God. As for God, when he decides to do, he will do. Are you here with me? And I see God blessing you. Nyafu, nyafu. Okay. So, some of us will own houses. And I'm prophesying. Some of us will build houses. Some of us will own houses we didn't build with our money. Some of us will drive cars we didn't buy with our money. Some of us will live in houses we did not buy with our money. Miracles will happen to us. Strange things will happen to us. The Lord our God will bring them to pass. Shout and receive it. Shout it three times. Verse 13. And when your hearts and your flocks multiply, are you here? It means that everything that you are doing now, the Lord will multiply it. Your finances, the Lord will multiply. Your business, the Lord will multiply. Whatever you find your hand doing, the Lord will multiply. Whatever position you are occupying now, the Lord is promoting you. I said the Lord is promoting you. The Lord is establishing you. The Lord is prospering you. The Lord is multiplying. I said the Lord is multiplying. I said the Lord is multiplying. And all that you have is multiplied. It doesn't mean that your girlfriends will multiply. It doesn't mean that your wife, your spouse will multiply. Say that one out. Say out. Say side check out. Double checks out. Say pastor you are preaching. Because I know my people. Say, say but he knows what he's saying because pastor said that things will multiply so girls will multiply minus girls minus girls people are bad so you are preaching you have to clarify no let's read verse 13 I want to teach you something and when your heads and your flocks multiply eh, and your silver and your gold are multiplied and all that you have is multiplied it means that in the coming year you will be so blessed 
I said you'll be so blessed. Nothing can stop your blessing. Nothing can stop your rising. Some of you, in the coming year, you'll get married. Some of you, you are married, but children are not coming. In the coming year, you'll conceive. Some of you, you have been broke all your life, but in the coming year, for the first time, you will see prosperity. I am prophesying. You will see prosperity. You will see increase. You will see multiplication. In the name of the Lord Jesus. But, also, have you realized that whenever people begin to do well, they forget about where they are coming from. So I'm going to teach you. Because the Lord is going to do something that if you don't take care, you will become proud. Because, listen, people cannot explain our blessings in the coming year. I am telling you. I am telling you. You see, it started with me. Somebody came to me in the forest and gave me money. Did I work for the money? God can do miracles. I said, God can do miracles. I don't want to tell you how much I have received via Momo today. I won't tell you. Because some of you in China won't move. This message has opened her voice. Oh, Pastor, this one to me. In Tomoba, Obejidei. God can prosper. Are you here? And you see, don't think that God only prospers the pastor. That, that is a false. Is it some of you? That is the deception the enemy has thrown into your mind for all these years. Today, I visited a millionaire. Young man, very rich. Money is nothing to that man. And he's not a pastor, he's just a Christian. And my brother, the things the Lord told him about me that he wrote down for me eh, were three A4 sheets. He is not a pastor. And I left the person, I said, me, I'm here, pastor. Do I hear like this? Yeah. And most of the things are things the Lord had told me that I have not discussed with him. He said, also for the Lord told me when I was praying for you that he would do this, he would do that. I said, what? This man is not a pastor. So the Lord does not only speak to the pastor. The Lord speaks to his children. Write it down. God does not only speak to the pastor. He speaks to his children. The other pastor told you that he's the only person who hears from God. It is a lie. Every man, every child of God must hear from God. Should I prove to you in the Bible? Give me that scripture in Romans. As many as are led by the, sons, by, by the spirit of God are the sons of God. They all say that the steps of the righteous are what? Are ordered by the Lord. The steps of the righteous are ordered by the Lord. So if you are a child of God, you must hear from God. Ah, but which child doesn't hear from his father? It is only you. Jesus says that my sheep 
hears my voice. Hello? If you are his child, you must hear his voice. Amen. Okay, go back to Deuteronomy. Let me do this quickly. When your heart is lifted up, so you see, the blessing can make your heart to be lifted up. You can become very proud. Very proud. Very arrogant. Because you are seeing money. And you know, money, money is very deceptive. No wonder Jesus said that you cannot serve two masters. You cannot serve God and money. I have been thinking about this. How did Jesus compare money to God? And say you cannot serve God and money. It means that when you begin to make money, money can become your God. Some of you, Sikaka cry when you want to tickle into Umbushi. Now, say what all lessons are? Tickle. Okay, say tickle when you want. Huh? Oh, because the food there, a glorified tico. Vitz, Vitz. No, no, the other one. Nia oba for no. No, no, there is another one. Be Matis. What tomatis? Lemon green. Into umbushi. Na 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 so. Uto lang kruse. You buy matches and when you can say pastor should move his car so that you pack. <laughs> then when you buy Land Cruiser, pastor would have to carry his car. <laughs> is it that when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage? It means that when your heart is lifted up, you can forget God. Are you here? Verse 15. Who led you through that great and terrible wilderness in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and testing land where there was no water? Who brought water for you out of the flinty rocks? Who fed you in the wilderness with manna which your father did not know that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end? It means that every affliction will end up well. Amen. Okay, verse 17. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. Verse 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Verse 19, quickly. Then it shall be if you by any means forget the Lord your God and follow other gods. Have you seen that one? And serve them and worship them. I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. Verse 20. And as the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish. Because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. What is God saying? Number one. Write it down. In the coming year, God is going to bless you so much that people will wonder what has happened to you. I am prophesying and I'm speaking to you. You will remember these words. You will remember. Some of you, you remember. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, you remember. Mesu Obekai. Onyangu Obekai. Yeah, 
God is going to bless you so much. It is a new season. God is going to bless you. Have you realized that there are people who get married and after they get married, they stop coming to church? Because all they wanted was marriage. If marriage will stop you from coming to church, then you have a problem. Okay. So God is going to bless you so much. So, so, so much in the coming year. Number two. Some of you who own properties, you did not buy with money. In the coming year. In the coming year. And I'm one of them. Number three. God will give us strange ideas to get wealth. Strange ideas to get wealth. Strange ideas. Strange ideas. I'm going to be teaching something in January. You see, when you pay tithe, eh, one of the things that God gives you is eh, what we call ideas to get wealth. Yeah. I'll explain it later. But God is going to give us strange ideas to get wealth. Number four, there will be strange open doors and opportunities. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the coming year, some of you, for the first time, money will hit your account that you have never dreamt about. And I'm speaking as a prophet. Some of you will live in good health. But this is the challenge. A lot of you, if care is not taken with backslide, write it down. You will remember this one too. A lot of you, if care is not taken, you will backslide. You will forget the Lord who gave you a prophetic word that changed your life. So what is God telling me to tell you? God is telling me to caution you that don't allow the blessing that is coming your way to take you away from him. You have been trusting God for a particular breakthrough. It's a new season. God is ushering you into that breakthrough. But don't allow the breakthrough to take you away from God. Finally, God wants to establish you in his house. Don't forget these words. God wants to establish you in his house. God wants you to be established in his house. Thank you for listening to Reverend Jerry Payne. For more information about ministry, kindly visit our website at www.disciplenationschurch.org or call us on 0244-733-659. Locate the workplace of Disciple Nations Church at Sotoko Official Town Market near the Bonibend Building or Sadiba Electronics in Accra. God bless you.